Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about stretching your faith in loss. Grief and loss, especially during the holidays, can be heavy and even debilitating. We don't want it, and we often will do whatever we can do to avoid it. Today's show, I will be discussing this, and I will have on a guest my best friend, Danielle Wargel, who lost both of her parents by the age of 32, for her to share how her faith has been stretched and how she stays strong. There are key elements that God wants us to gain from loss, longing, and grief. Last week's episode was titled, Today is the Day to Stop Letting Emotional Roller Coasters Hijack Your Life. I shared some basic emotion regulation skills that you can use when emotions want to hijack what God is intending. Go back and check it out if you missed it. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now into the show. Be with the listeners right where they are at however they are feeling. I pray for the grace to let go of any expectation that they have and enter into the impossibility that you have for us, God. I thank you that you are God and we are not. I pray for the listener to receive the rest and the peace that you designed, not to mistake that for complacency or relaxing, but your genuine, powerful faith rest. Help us, Holy Spirit, to step into something new and be open to what you are wanting to stretch us amidst our grief and our losses. Help us to yield to you with our pain and our suffering. Guide me as I speak what you want me to speak. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence right now. I thank you for your mercy for your grace, and in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Grief is a topic that many of us can avoid because either we haven't experienced it themselves, or it feels too comfortable for us to deal with. Grief shows up in many different ways, and it can be complicated. Grief really just is. Brene Brown, author and social worker, defines grief as three fundamental elements of grief as loss, longing, and feeling lost. We run from grief because loss scares us, yet our hearts reach towards grief because the broken parts want to mend. Grief seems to create losses within us that reach beyond our awareness, and we feel as if we are missing something that was invisible or unknown to us while we had it, but now it's painfully gone. Psalm 22.1 says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
So I think part of grief and part of loss is things that we don't even realize that we've experienced. For example, loss is even expectations that you had of a job or a spouse that isn't there. It's completely different from that what you expected. And now this is a this is different loss than losing a loved one. But I think it's important for us to recognize that all of us have experienced loss, longing, or grief in some way. Even if you long for a vacation or you long for that pet that you were really wanting, there's something that we long for and that we desire. And if we don't get it, pain can actually come in our mind, our will, and our emotions. So it's important to recognize when these things are showing up. When it comes to losing people, a divorce is a huge loss because although it was difficult, you feel relief and then you feel confused that you feel relief and pain for the children, but there's still grief in that. There's loss in that. There's loss of what you wanted. Let's say you lost one parent and now the other parent is living Well, there's grief and loss with watching that other parent and wanting them around, but knowing that they miss their spouse. And let's say that living parent now gets sick. And now your loss and your grief is with a parent who is sick. And you're trying to keep hold of all the expectations and the responsibilities that you have with your own life, with your own family. But now you have a sick parent. This is a lot of loss and grief that you're confused about because this parent is still living. But it's almost like you're grieving even though that person is living. So I'm just giving a few examples of things to help you to just really expand your even just thought life and knowledge of Yeah, I actually have had grief in my life. I have had loss. We don't want to ignore these feelings because we don't like them. It doesn't mean I want you to sit and hang out with it and be cozy. But God wants us to give these feelings to him. And if we don't acknowledge that we even have them in the first place, it doesn't give God an open door to come in and bring the good stuff like peace and joy and patience and self-control and abundance of fruit and financial blessings because we're so stressed because we're not facing the pain that we have. We're just shoving it down. See, pain wants to be discharged. And we do that in many, many different ways, like with drinking, with gambling, with other addictions, and we don't even realize that we're doing it. So my prayer is that this episode can really open up your emotions, your mind, your will to really let God in to some new doors that you didn't know were there. It's important for us to put words around what we are feeling. We tend to feel like we are alone and that we can get more disconnected and isolated when we don't identify feelings around loss. I have with me Danielle Wargel, who is my best friend, and she lives in St. Louis. She used to live in Minnesota with me, and she fell in love, got married, and now has a family down in St. Louis. Hi. 
I'm happy to have you on the show and thank you so much for being a guest. I have you on because you have lost both your parents and I'm talking about grief and loss in this episode and how we can stretch our faith as I'm writing this and and trying to prepare for this episode. I'm like, what the heck? Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I know the Holy spirit can help me, but how much more help can I get from somebody who has really shown me strength through this, like just watching you and what you have gone through throughout the years and how, and just watching how you have continued to have faith in God throughout this has really been an inspiration for me and actually has stretched my faith and just being your friend. I know my parents are still here, but just watching you and what you've gone through and how you've shown God through this process. I have some questions for you. <laughs> so one is that I would say what's been so most surprising for you about grieving and loss during the holidays. I think first, like losing my parents is, you know, by far the hardest. It's hard not having them when you celebrate those great moments, but you have to understand that like grieving and like, I can cry right now, but I can be thankful for the memories and for the traditions they built. And just knowing that some days you're more affected by it than others. And just knowing that they're here, they're present with you. Right. And it's trying to move on with that and show my children like strength within weakness. And just knowing that God is here with me. He's always here. This is why I'm strong. I found God when I was around 16. And I think that was for a reason. Like he was here, he knew what was going to happen. And so he has been here for me through everything. And so it's like, I still have a father. It's just in a much different form. And, you know, I'm grateful, obviously for my parents, I would much rather have them here, but I'm so thankful for, for God coming into my life when I'm, when he knew I was going to need him more than anything. When I asked you this question, you literally flipped it around to say, I'm thankful in the same sentence of talking about loss. You were talking about being thankful. And that right there is how God gives, gives us strength and weakness that right there. Cause how can someone do that in the midst of loss and say, I'm thankful. That's him. That's how he shows up. I agree. And it's not an easy process, right? There's days where I'm very weak and very vulnerable and it's, um, you almost sometimes feel shame for it, but that's not what God wants. And, and having that understanding that relationship and knowing that and having a support system that that lifts you up and can understand you through that just makes it so much easier right it's really relying on those people that you trust and that God has put in your life to support you because you're you're not strong every day mm-hmm. but but I'm still thankful for the blessing of having God in my life because without him I don't know where I'd be or who I'd be how would you say God has stretched you what would you say that he has shown you if you looked at before your parents when they were living and where you're at now, like what has stretched in your faith? Again, it's, it's how you process grief. It's knowing that my parents are still here with me because to me, they're angels, right? They're heavenly angels watching over me. And that's the belief God has instilled in me. And I think it's to, to overcome grief. You never get truly over grief because there's days when you feel lonely or you're really missing them or you're, you have children and they're not there to support you. But there's this belief that they're there, right? If I don't have that relationship, I don't know how I get through that. And that's really personal. Mm. We each deal with grief differently, but I lean on God so much and he stretches me in that. I, you know, I can get mad at God and I feel like he understands me like a dad would. And I think it's that closeness that has gotten me through so much. You have shared with me as you have had times where you'll just scream at God. And I think some Christians would look at that and be like, oh my gosh, why would we scream at God? And I actually think that's what he wants. He wants us to be real and he wants us to just get it all out to him, not to our spouse or our children, 
but to him, can you share how that has been helpful for you? Cause I think that's actually stretched you by you just being real with him. Right. And I think it's having the understanding that God is our father. And, and I take that very pragmatically as like, he is my father. He's my dad. And my dad would want that open relationship with me, just like I would want with my children. Right. It's just even so much greater because he has all the power and all the glory, right? You have to let it go. I think that's a big thing for me too, is like some days you just, you have to let it go. You have to cry. You have to get, get those feelings out. And he wants you to do that. And he's there with you. You're not walking alone in this journey. You're walking with him. That makes me stronger because when you can see it through like kind of your utmost pain, you can Mm -hmm. see it through anything you go through in life. You can see it in a difficult meeting, or you can see it in a difficult conversation. If you're willing to be open to letting God in, in kind of your hardest moments, I think he really does deepen your faith. Yeah. I mean, I just heard a stretch right there. What God has opened your eyes to in the midst of grief has actually opened your eyes to God in the midst of other hard things in your life. Right. That's really powerful. It's amazing. If you let God in, you'll see amazing things. There's things you don't always want to see, but -hmm. it's not what you want. It's what you need. And God, God has your needs at the top of his list, really seeing through that. It's hard. Like I've been through a lot of things that really make me mad at God, but it's kind of like being mad at a best friend or a husband or Mm -hmm. a a parent. And you have to have that forgiveness. And God doesn't want you to hold grudges. He wants you to understand and just trust in him. Right. Because he's not who you're actually really mad at, but it feels good to like be mad at something in the moment. So what happens to you when you vent and you get, you know, get all your stuff out of God? What does he do? How does that get released for you? I think to me, it's, there's a calming. It's Mm -hmm. almost like he's there, like maybe not saying I'm sorry, but giving me a pat, like a rub on the back and just saying, Mm -hmm. I I understand it's not always easy. I'm Mm -hmm. here and I love you. Your parents are here. They love you. And it's just kind of walking through that. Right. And it's not always easy. It's not always instantaneous. It's God's love. If I hadn't had God in my life, I don't know how I would have gone through certain things. Yeah. Well, it's, I can definitely see the strength in you as you're talking right now. <laughs> and I know our listeners are thinking that like, I can, I can, I can feel like there's some listeners that are like, wow, this is exactly what I needed to hear. Like I'm not alone. And I I think sometimes in grief and loss, we feel alone and it can actually make us more alone and more isolated and just can make us worse. It can, because I think a lot of people, when even myself, I do this a lot. I don't talk about my parents a lot. And and Mm -hmm. I sometimes realize I need to talk more about them because I'm trying not to be that vulnerable person, or I'm trying not to have somebody feel bad for me that's not what I should feel. Right. And like, I guess I kind of need to lean more on God to give me that. I want to talk about them because I love them. I love their memory. I love who they made me. I love, you know, who they were to me, who they are again, praying for those things because you can will those. I don't want to feel shame or even sadness. Always. When I talk about my parents, I want to talk about like the fun memories coming up with with Christmas. Like we have a great family tradition. We keep it going because I want to live with their memory because they were amazing parents to me. And God gives me that. And he gives me great people that surround me that support that it's a blessing. Right. And I think we have to look for those people in our lives and those times in our lives and just be open to receiving it. How can people be supportive to you? I think one of the things that people, if they haven't dealt with a lot of loss or haven't grieved an important person, it can feel awkward for some people. Like, how do I actually support them? What would you say is what you need? I think it's just remembering and honoring them because mm-hmm. even if I don't bring them up, I'm constantly thinking about them. And I, I think people know that, but they're, they're sometimes nervous to bring it up too for what they don't want to make you sad, but I don't, that's not what it's about. Again, it's about remembering all those good memories and, and the people around you 
knowing about those memories so they can help them live on as well. Like I said, we continue to do our Christmas tradition, which I can pass on to my kids now. And then, you know, some respect, they're going to know their grandparents because of that. That means the world to me because I, I would love for my kids to have a relationship with their grandparents because there's so many things they had to offer. It's just being open to talking to those people that are going through that mm-hmm. and knowing that they want to talk about that person that's gone because they miss them. You have talked about how Ryan, your husband has just kind of let you be you if you have moments of brokenness, Can right? You talk about what that has been like for you. Why did God have me meet somebody that lives in another state and move away and go through that hard time too. That was really difficult. That's the most grieving of a loss. But then you have this person that happens to be put in your life. That is a rock for you that whenever I get these bad moments of grief where I'm crying or just don't understand, or I'm really upset about something, or he's just there. He's, he's not shaming me. He's letting me be vulnerable. And that's what we have to look for. And in the people that we surround ourselves with, because we need those people. You and I, we've had many great conversations and you've seen me in my weakest moments and we, we talk through it and you're there and we hold each other up. That's what we need in life. Those rocks in our life that hold us up and remind us that God is there too, right? We're all in this together. I want to point out that your husband has actually not gone through a lot of loss. I want to give the listeners hope that you actually can be supportive for other people who have gone through a lot of loss if you have not. Her husband is an example of that. What you can do is access the feeling of loss in something else. If you've lost a pet or if you maybe if you've lost a job or you had to move, that's still loss. Like there's something that changed. And like even you moving from Minnesota to St. Louis, I think it's important to recognize in you the feelings and the emotion that you can identify with And that can allow you to have compassion and empathy for somebody in your life who has experienced a lot of loss. Absolutely. He really doesn't know. He has no idea what I'm feeling or going through, Mm -hmm. but he's still very supportive because he loves me. I would say that I think he sees through God somehow as even though he may not be as close and maybe not have the exact relationship like I do, but I think there's something there. We are all made in the image of God. So whether we like it or not, (laughs) he is moving and speaking through us. And so when those little gold nuggets are coming out, it's how he designed us and how he made us. It sounds like there's a strength that your husband has that God gave him. What else would you like to say to our listeners? I think really lean on God, challenge yourself, forgive yourself of anything that you're holding on to. Let it go. Like that's not your burden to bear. That's God's burden to bear. So give it to him. Let yourself be vulnerable and and push yourself forward. And know that those people that aren't here anymore that you love dearly are still watching over you. I I think they watch over my children every day in a special sort of a way. Continue to lean on God and you can be mad at him. It's okay. But continue to also look at the good, the blessings of, of another season, the blessings of Jesus giving his life for us mm-hmm. to go through all of this. We're sinners by nature. So we have a lot to be forgiven for. Continue to understand that and live in the joy, live in the joy that we're supposed to. And that can be really hard when you're grieving. The more you talk about it, the more you can honor people, the more you'll feel that joy. So I would love it if you could just tell us a little bit about your parents and the tradition that you keep living on with your family. Parents were wonderful, very pragmatic, which I really appreciate. And I think made me strong. Dad's side always had this Norwegian tradition where we eat lutefisk and all this Norwegian food and all things that people cringe at. (laughs) And I absolutely adore it because it continues to do that to people and my children don't like it. (laughs) And I love that because in 10 years or 15 years, they're going to think the same way as me, I assume. The way my dad thought, my grandma thought, my mom thought, and I love a tradition. So I think if you have a tradition that your parents had, and maybe you've lost it even because you 
they didn't continue it, get it back. There's a reason for it. And there's a reason for it to live on. And I'm a part of my parents. And so I want my children to see that. And so I'm going to keep doing it forever. And I hope they keep doing it too. You know, it's hard to do that sometimes. We had a lot of fun with it. Such a good feeling this time of year to have that. Well, thank you for sharing that. I love that. (laughs) So would you be willing to pray for our listeners healing over whatever loss and grieving that we're going through? Help us to be strong like you, Danielle. God can do that. I can't do that. Dear Jesus, pray that you come into this, into this arena right now. Understand their hearts, Lord. Understand their pain and help them to release it, Lord, whatever way they need to release it to you so that they can move on, so that they can find that joy again, so that they can find that love again. Grief is really hard. It can really strike us when we are least expecting it. We know that we have you to rely on, Lord Jesus. And I just pray that anybody here grieving would just know that and just give it to you, Lord Jesus and that they feel you, that they feel that you're there with them and that you didn't take somebody from them spitefully, but that Lord, you have a plan for all of us and that you can move us through that plan. Give everybody on this show room for love and joy in this season. Mm -hmm. Let them all just know your heart, know your love for them and help them to overcome. Let them reach out to people and talk. Let them find their rock to talk to. Let them find their rock to be vulnerable to God and just know that that's you that they're speaking through them and loving them and that it will get easier and that you're here for them always Lord Jesus amen so as you can hear Danielle talks about loss and grief pointing us towards God rather than away second Corinthians 3 through 4 says God of all comfort who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. May you step into this holiday season being comforted by God and allowing yourself to completely and authentically be yourself. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.